Dumb Cool Weird Podcast. Welcome to the Dumb Cool Weird Podcast, and we just watch Masquerade of the Red Death. And as you can see, we're recording with live footage again. Yeah, it's going to be real fun. Next time, we're going to do ASMR about very scary stories. Yep, to tell in the dark. Yeah, you're going to hear some of my nightmares. Yep. So, Masquerade of the Red Death. Another good film by Vincent Price, who is a man of old English literature, a very avid reader of the dictionary and the thesaurus. Yep. Old Prospero. Old Prospero. Prince Prospero. (laughs) Basically, the movie starts with um, an old woman picking dead leaves and shit. Probably, you know, collecting firewood. And then she runs upon the Red Death. Yep. Gives her a rose and is like, bring this, your demise will come Mm. from your tyrannical leader. Mm. You know, and then, you know, douche canoe Prospero shows up. Yep. He's like, oh, well, you know, there's going to be a great feast. Mm. There's going to be a great feast. Stupid. Mm. And then then this one guy's like, so we're all going to die because you're going to feed us the scraps. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed, exactly. Why does my dog bark so loudly? <laughs> and then you know, tries to fight, tries to fight him, and he, you know they get they like uh, this one really sexy woman is like, no, stop fighting. Yeah, spare my my father and my and lover. my lover Gino. <laughs> Apparently, this was Italy, by the way. Yep. And basically, when he's trying to discipline them, uh, the old lady that picked. The was picking the stuff and then got handed the Red Death uh, rose, was making really loud sounds and <laughs> quiet and, 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 and quiet that quiet not even not even acknowledging that it's a person but it's just a you know I love when he's like when he goes in there and he he just sees her face she screams he's like the Red Death yeah <laughs> he's yep. like burn the village down yeah I like how he knew it was the Red Death but if we for y'all who don't know like basically the new format of the podcast is we're going to talk about some of the best parts of the movie that we liked that we thought were funny. Um, But then we'll talk about the dumb, cool and the weird of it. So just to kind of let y'all know a little bit more about kind of what we're doing. But so some of my favorite scenes are from this movie, like, you know, going into it, like basically when they get to the castle, he basically brings the winch with him and he brings uh, the other two because he's like, Oh, they might be of use to me. Brings them back to the castle and my first scene pops up where he's like, like just they take her and, and they, she refuses to take a bath and they just throw her in there. Yeah, they throw her into this boiling hot water. Yep. And, and then all of a sudden she's clean. You know, they didn't scrub her down or anything. No, she literally was in there for like maybe three minutes and then they yeah. pulled her out and dried her off. That was the best bath she probably ever could have experienced. And then, you know, you cut to the next scene where they're having like a party and... Like his friend Alfredo. Yes, there's a guy named Alfredo. He mm-hmm. probably loves chicken. Yeah. Yep. And some white sauce. Yep. He's got his knife in this one like aristocratic woman's mouth. Like he's looking. Like he's doing dentistry. Yep. And then uh, behind him, we have uh, what we call knockoff um, St- Sylvester Stallone with with blonde hair. I love how he he punched the midget. Yep. Yeah, they had a midget dancing for them as entertainment, and he just slaps this midget woman. Yep. Knocks the shit out of her, and then his, and then like her midget, her like lover. lover, gets mad about it. Like Pulls out a knife. He's about to like. He's like, I'm gonna cut a bitch. Yep. And you know, like for him, you know, that's that's like a like a like a dagger. You know, it's not really a knife at that point for <laughs> his size. 
It looked like, you know, like the carving knife that you get in the knife set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But basically, they move on from that, and um, he takes he takes Francesca to see the rooms. This is another part of the movie I really like. And, like, the, the set design is fucking hilarious for this. Yes. They, they literally made these different rooms different colors. Like, the first one's yellow, and he's like, oh, we had a guy in here. And it was we- a... My father uh, imprisoned one of his best friends in this room for three years. Mm-hmm. When he got out, he was afraid of the sun and daffodils. Like, oh, yeah. What a friend. <laughs> yeah, really. What a friend. And then we moved on to the purple room. And then we moved on to... Um, so he had a purple room, then he had purple, a white, white room. And then he had a white room, and then he had the black room where he yeah. was like, oh, we don't go in there. There's too much Satan. Yep. He's like, you're not ready for this yet. And then it cuts back to them walking out, and the party just cleared the fuck out. Yeah, no. And that, and the craziest part is, is like, you know, at least he admit he admits to it, like, not even that far into the movie. He's like, oh, we worship Satan here. Yep. Pretty much. I mean... A favorite sh- part at that point, too, is after he admits it, another one of his, fr- his uh, fat aristocratic friends shows up with his wife. He's like, you're going to save me from the Red Death. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you fool, you went through the town. <laughs> you stupid fool. <laughs> yep. Just shoots it. I love how he's like, he's like, I'll give you my wife. You've always fancied her. I've already had her. And then he shoots him in the neck with a crossbow. Yep. And then he throws a sword to the wife and he's like, he's like, do yourself a favor. End <laughs> <laughs> your own suffering. Yep. I'm just like, damn, bro. And so then we cut back to, um, you know, another good part of the movie. This is, this is like another part I really like. It's the dungeon part where they're sitting there <laughs> training the prisoners how to fight. Yeah, Gino, her, <laughs> training Francesca's lover, Gino, and her father to fight. That's, That's not going to backfire. That's not going to backfire, no. And basically, the, the, the prince, Prospero, gets the idea to, oh, we're going to make them fight to the death. Yeah, so they 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 build up to this point, and then eventually, what happens is, you know, Francesca. Another good scene is when Francesca starts like springing them out of the prison, mm. and she, hey, you know, it's like, wow, you know, this this thing about teaching the prisoners how to fight really just backfired as they killed like three of the guards with ease. Yeah, and I love how he trolled them at the top, like when they're about to escape the castle. Mm. Vincent Price is dressed as a guard, and they're like, God turns around, you know, has a shit-eating grin, and all these other guards, like, pop up out of a door. Yeah, and then and, she, and then she's like, she's like, oh, I was betrayed by, um... So Victoria betrayed me. Uh, Victoria's his other redhead uh, girl. Yeah, and then, then Vincent Price is like, well, she betrayed me, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, she'll get hers. You'll see. Yeah. And and then we do. Um, because, by the way, uh, another favorite scene is where he's training the he's training this hawk how to kill things. And he's like, kills a pigeon. And he's just like, the thing about hawks is, is you cover their eyes and they can listen to their master. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I love is that Alfredo is drunk roaming around the house and the midget shows up. And he he's tricking Alfredo. In yeah, because they're, like they're doing a masquerade. Um, at some point. So it's never, we, we're never really known like what day it is because the days kind of mesh together. But at some point they're going to be having like a masquerade ball and basically everybody needs to dress up and, and the midget's like, Oh, you could dress up like an ape and act all crazy. Yeah. Because he was trying to, he was confusing that guy. He was confusing Alfredo. Like, trust me, this is going to work. And then you can kill him. 
You can kill Prospero. And then you just... We, you never get that. You, yeah. You never get to that, but the midget has an awesome revenge scene when the masquerade pops up. Mm-hmm. He, after the guy dresses up in this old, dusty-ass... Gorilla suit, which, by the way, that doesn't make any fucking sense because a gorilla suit, like, wouldn't you wouldn't have a gorilla suit like that back actually, during that time period. Actually, would. And the but, like, no, like, no, believe it or not, like uh, there's stories of the Middle Ages of like kings having like weird exotic animals, like lions and tigers and shit. It was just like I, I would be very surprised to see a, a gorilla suit like that back I, in the Middle Ages. No, uh, well, it wasn't necessarily the Middle Ages; more like closer to the Enlightenment period. Cool, they, they but still, cool, but, but yeah. still, that would be really tough to get. But then, I mean, I guess they are the the, the elite, r- the elite. So maybe they could get stuff like that. Yeah, they definitely, uh, they definitely apply to the elites that you see today. You know, pedophilic and uh, mm. way too rich, raping each other. Yeah, true, true. But basically, what ends up happening though is, is you know, we've obviously skipped over a few parts. Um, you know, <laughs> no, no, I mean, it doesn't matter. But like, these are the parts that are actually the best part of the, the movie. Uh, you know, the acid trip. Yeah, the acid <laughs> trip. Victoria and, has. And basically, what ends up happening though is he makes he makes the um, another favorite scene is he makes these two like take these knives. The the you know the the, the dad and the the lover like they take the knives and they like cutting themselves. He's like, Oh, one of them has poison and ends up killing the dad. Cause the dad finally gets the last one that has the poison. He tries to stab. He tries to stab Prospero. <laughs> and and Prospero. this is before the, the sacrifice, the victorious quote unquote sacrifice to start off, you know, the, the evening of festivities. Yeah. With the upside down cross. And so basically she, she, she puts it on her chest and she heats it up and gets herself with it. But basically what ends up happening though, is the dad dies. They kick the guy out. You know the the lover out. He runs away. He meets survivors uh, from the yeah. village. And well, we meet we meets the red red death first. And then when he meets red death, red death's like, oh, here's a card. He's like, all right. Walks over to the villages. The village villagers are like, oh, let's go to the castle. They go to the castle. And he's warning them like, you guys are gonna die. Yep. Essentially. And then yeah, you know, as the party's going on, you know, this woman uh, Victoria, the other love in the former love interest of Vincent Price, you know. She uh, sacrifices herself for Satan, and she's like, I survived my own sacrifice. And then she gets attacked by the hawk. And then she dies. And then, yeah. and then, and then everybody's like, oh my god, it's so terrible. And this girl screeches like a fucking bird. Like a bird, yeah. And then he goes, he goes, friends, rejoice. She was just <laughs> married to a friend of mine. <laughs> so then they have the party, and then that's when, that's when the gorilla situation happens with the midget. So the reason the midget put him in, this is funny, the midget tricked him into starting a coup when it was really about lighting him on fire on the chandelier. So he ties up, he ties up Alfredo, lifts him up, covers him in brandy, and then lights him with a candle. And, you know, Vincent Price is like, he looks like he's horrified for a second. And he's like, oh, go get, he looked at the guard, he's like, Go clean up that mess. I don't want to get a, becoming a distraction from my guests and their fun times. And he's like, "Get five gold coins for our friend that put on a good show." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, God damn, he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. No. And then we never see the midget again. He's he's gone. Yeah. Um, and the, the his little midget girlfriend gone. And so we oh. cut to the we cut to the masquerade of the Red Death. They're all dancing, having like a good time. And then uh, the villagers try to come back, and Prospero shows up, and he's like, go back and live in the hole, gather nuts like little squirrels. Yeah, and then uh, they refuse, so he uh, ha- he shoots them, you know, as an act of kindness. And kills them all. Except for a little girl. Except for a little girl. 
Which which pretty much set, that gives you the uh, Epstein Island feeling. Yep. And so then we cut to um, <clears throat> a scene where the the young man comes back, hops over the wall, sees Red Death. Red Death's like, wait here. Don't worry about it. And then he's just like, okay. You'll be reunited with your love in no time. Yeah. And, you know, he goes in. He does his whole Red Death thing. Yep. And then Vincent Price confronts him. He thinks he's Satan. Gets the Red Death on all the people. They do the dance of death or whatever the fuck that It was a really wild acid trip of a dance. Yep. And then we cut to um we we cut we cut to this other scene where um basically Red Death's like she can leave and then she leaves and then Yeah. Then Vincent Price basically gets his just desserts. He finds out that this isn't Satan, this is Red Death. Yeah, it's just death. Death yeah. has no master, as he said. Yep. What I love what I thought was interesting is what he said to him he's like he's like why are you afraid of dying when your soul has died long ago yep that's very true which which falls into the cool category for me absolutely so then we um basically after he kills vincent price everybody's pretty much dead and um you know the two main people francesca and her her lover we never hear from them ever again. Yeah, we never see what happened to the midget and his girlfriend. Yeah, they're all just gone. And so, you know, it's weird. It's like almost like it's implied that they died, but maybe they didn't. I don't know. Well, remember, he said not everyone was going to die. This is true. But he also it's he also mentioned who he spared. He's like, I spared this little girl and an old man in the village. That's what he said when he was talking to his 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 other death brothers. Which, by the way, I was making a joke earlier in the movie about how, like, well, what's the Black Death? Where's he at? And then, yeah. then he showed up. Showed up at the end. Yeah. And then he showed up with White Death, um, Yellow Death, and Slightly Gold Death, and Blue Death, and... White Death. And, yeah, white, I already said White Death. Was there two? Oh, white no, no, death? it was Purple Death. Purple Death, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Yep, and then they go on their little march, and I guess they all were getting together to go cause some fucking chaos. More, uh, more death. Yep, and that's Masquerade of the Red Death. Um, you don't really get a satisfying ending with what happened to some of these characters, but you know what? It's a pretty good movie, though. You know what? That's a that's what I've noticed with all of Vincent Price's good movies, like the Witchfinder General. You don't get a satisfying ending, but so, you get an ending. So what was the dumb about this movie? Oh, okay, so dumb. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I, I have to say... The actions to teach, you know, your cat, the people you've cat, your prisoners, how to fight and not think it was going to turn on you in any way. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty dumb. Um, what I thought was really uh, cool about this movie was the set design, honestly. Yeah. It was really pretty. Like the way they painted the, all those rooms to be a specific color for each room. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then, because um, this is like back in the days when they first had Technicolor. So they really wanted to show off like what color looked like because this is like in the 60s is when the people started getting color tvs too so you you were able to see like really vibrant colors on a tv screen so people wanted to take advantage of that you know yeah and then uh in my opinion the cool thing was what death is what death said to him is like why are you afraid of death when your soul has already died years ago yeah i thought that I, i just thought there was like there was moments where it's like man you realize that he's like such a vile creature yes um, the weirdest part of this whole fucking movie was that trip scene. She, the, the, uh, what's her face? Oh yeah, Victoria went on that trip yeah. scene when she was sacrificed herself. Yeah. We literally saw an Aztec 
a person. Aztec, an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. A, Zulu, a, a Zulu warrior. A Zulu, and for some reason, I'm guessing a Arabic shepherd of sorts. Yeah, I don't know if they were poking fun at those ancient like cultures saying that they were of the devil or something or i don't know where they were kind of going yeah with i think it was i think it was just an acid trip yeah it was a weird acid trip because she was up on a slab like and it looked like she was in a temple or something yeah it was a it, it was just odd oh it didn't make any sense no very weird but that was the masquerade of the red death and um i recommend it um you know nick recommends it too Absolutely. i mean i mean i think this is up on his top five list of Favorite Vincent Price movies at this point. I mean, his Indeed. favorite one is Witchfinder General. But Witchfinder General, then uh, the Doctor Goldfoot movie and the uh, Bikini Bombs. Was it uh, the Bikini Machine? The Bikini, the Bikini Machine. The other one's it, called the Girl Bombs. Yeah, we got to watch the Girl Bombs next. That's yeah. probably going to be like number four. Well, there's a, there's a lot of Vincent Price movies to cover, but we definitely we definitely like doing those. Those are good. So, but like uh, as always, you know. We're starting to do more of these. We're obviously doing video again, so just uh, check it out and see what you see if you like it. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, stay sexy, Atlanta. Thanks for checking out the Dumb Cool Weird podcast. We're a movie podcast now, so Movie Monday is every Monday about crappy movies from the 20th century. It's going to be great, folks. I can't wait to show y'all.